You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I am interviewing a guy named Jesse. Maybe you've heard of him. He was part of the Simple Pickup Crew that had a very large YouTube channel for many years teaching guys how to pick up women. It was him and two other dudes. And they started this in the early 2010s. And they don't do it anymore. They've moved on to other things, but they were big for a while. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Maybe you've heard of him because that's who we're having on the episode today. And Jesse is awesome. A really great dude with great practical information. So what he's done is he has gone and tested all these different ways of creating your profile on all different sort of apps. Specifically today, we're talking about Tinder, which is a great place to meet women. A lot of guys are like, no, no, it's only for one night stands. Really, it's for anything. You can meet women off of Tinder for anything. And he's got these proven hacks. And I say proven because he's done all these tests. He's actually tested this out and tested all various types of profiles and pictures and to see what works and what doesn't work. And he compares it to this concept of marketing. And he's going to explain it on today's interview. And it's really cool. And it sounds more complicated than it really is. He's going to give you some very practical, easy to implement today tips that will actually help you get more matches on Tinder. He always says in the interview, we're talking specifically about Tinder, not because each app is just a little bit different. So that's what we're talking about Tinder today. And even in some of the interview, I'm like, oh, okay, this can probably work for other stuff. He's like, no, 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 this is just for Tinder because everything is very specific and his tests are very thorough and they work. So that's why it's so cool. So we're going over some of those today and he is going to share with you exactly what to do. Now, if you're in a spot where you feel that you would like to get more matches on online dating or want to meet more women in person and get more leads and be able to get to the point where you're going on lots of dates, you can always check out Coaching With Me. If you've heard of this, which I've been talking about it all the time, you go to coachedbytrip.com and you can apply to work with me one-on-one. And I love it because I'm getting guys who are signing up from literally all over the world. I have guys who I talk to who are beyond the United States of America. We're talking in Canada, we're talking about in Europe, even Australia, and even in South America. It's pretty amazing. So I'd love to work with you, but you have to apply first at coachedbytrip.com because I got to be able to see if coaching is something that's going to be a good fit for you. It's not a good fit for everybody, but the good news is, is if you find that it's a good fit for you, it will work. You will get results. That's what I say to guys. Guys always get on the phone with me. They say, Trip, does this really work? Is this really something that is going to help me? How do you know it's going to help me? Well, first, I just have to ask you a series of questions that you will answer. And if I see that I can help you, it's pretty much guaranteed. So what's guaranteed? Well, getting a girlfriend, sleeping with more women, building confidence, having the dating life that you actually desire, whatever your ideal dating life is, it's pretty freaking cool. So go apply today, coachedbytrip.com. In the meantime, if you want to just check out some tips on Tinder, here they are. Here's my interview with Jesse. Hey, Jesse, what's going on, man? Good to have you on the podcast. How's it going, Trip? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So for the guys who... I, I feel like there's going to be a percentage of guys who know who you are because you know, you're know you from Simple Pickup, which was a huge, huge 
company and YouTube channel for, for quite a while. And you guys were honestly an inspiration to me because when you guys were just starting to get big, I just started TripAdvice. So this is back in around 2012, 2013. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, it's just cool to, to have you on here. I'm sure a lot of guys know who you are. And for those who don't, maybe you can just tell us just a very brief history of how you got into this whole pick up stuff and and how you got there and then where you are today and then we'll get into some good stuff from you. Sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> 2011 is when we started our channel Simple Pickup and it started off as just a a fun little experiment that we hoped would turn into something more and luckily it did. The idea of just, you know, being silly while communicating really resonated with people because if we could do it being that you know, silly, then you can just do it being yourself. And I got out of the industry after a few years to pursue other stuff. And my business partner, Kong, and I started this other company and we were like totally done with the dating space. But then I went through a breakup and uh, it was someone that I was in a monogamous relationship with for six years. And after being single again, after six years, it was kind of a, a wake-up call for me to figure out this dating stuff again. And you might think, you know, you were a dating coach, you should just be able to flip that switch back on. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been there too. It's not how it works. It's like nope. you've been playing guitar for six years and then you stop for six years and now you got to pick it back up again. You're rusty. Oh, incredibly rusty. In fact, like when I was single for the first three months, I went on a few dates, which just getting those dates in the first place were extremely difficult. And when I was on the dates, I had just, I realized every single time, seven dates in a row, I was just becoming a best friend or like a friend. And I completely forgot how to flirt. I forgot man to woman dynamics. And, and I realized that I had a lot of work to do. And so I went on that journey of just like reigniting stuff that had once been ignited <laughs> and, and just coming to terms with the fact that I had to get, get good at it again and, and understand it again. But now I was in a very different place because when I first got into a relationship, there was not really much of an online dating thing. I mean, there was like plenty of fish, but these apps like Tinder, they were either just coming on the scene or they weren't even available yet. And so I missed that whole online boat. And after six years of being in a relationship, but also starting a company and realizing the power of the internet um, when I was single, like using that knowledge combined to solve my dating life had a pretty explosive effect. And that's, I mean, that's where I am today. I, I, my business partner, David, and I got super obsessed with online dating. And I, I want to. I, I feel weird saying this because it's it's a little douchey. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we figured it out better than anyone else in the world. That's awesome. No, I mean, hey, be proud of it. If you got the if you got the results and you have solutions, then uh, flaunt it, right? Yeah, it just works so well. Um, just I've never seen anyone apply a marketing and business perspective to their own dating life. And one of the realizations I had is your Tinder profile or Tinder as an app is essentially like Facebook's advertising platform. You create a profile and you can optimize your quote-unquote landing page. And the more you optimize it and the more you view it as that, the better it can perform. 
And that just, that one idea just became an addictive virus in my head. <laughs> and I, I got really excited about it. And so we approached it just like a marketing funnel. I'm not sure like, if your audience is familiar with what a marketing funnel is. If they are, you can, you know. Probably, probably most are not. You want to just give them a quick breakdown of what that is and then it will make sense with the analogy. Yeah, sure. So if you think about, if you go to apple.com and you're interested in a new iPhone, you'll see a page that tries to pitch you on the idea of an iPhone and what it feels like to own one. And you get more and more excited about it until you're at the, the checkout page where you put in your credit card information and you order it. That right there is a very well thought out, quote unquote, funnel. So the reason it's called a funnel is because you go through a series of steps that hopefully result in you paying. And so that concept, companies apply to their businesses to grow. You can apply that same concept to your dating profile to match and connect and date the types of people that you want to date. And so if you know the type of person that you like, and you're able to put that into your profile somehow, you can create a magnet for a very specific type of person. And again, if you view it as a marketing funnel, you can slowly tweak and optimize that until it gives you the results that you want. And so it's not really a function of whether or not you're the most handsome man in the world. It's more like, well, it doesn't matter because if I tweak certain things and if I put out a certain message, I will get the results that I want, just like a good business. Right. It's an advertisement. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're advertising yourself. So I, I just have a gut feeling that there must be some patterns or things that you've seen that have worked for most guys. Right. So I know that, of course, like you know, similar to doing an ad on Facebook or wherever. Not everything always works the same all across the board. What works for one company won't necessarily work for another company. Mm -hmm. But there's probably some things that do work, right? So, like an example, you know, people price things at $19.99 instead of $20. Like that's been around for probably over a hundred years because right? they know that that works. Mm -hmm. For online dating, have you seen any patterns or anything that you can share with us that guys might be able to use today for their profile or for messaging or for setting up the date? Like any 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 part of the whole structure, is there anything you've seen that works for most guys? Yeah, totally. It depends on which app you're on. So let's just talk about Tinder. Okay. Um, so the most obvious thing is photos. A lot of guys think that in order to... Because the actual Tinder app tells you you should upload as many pictures as possible. We've tested this so many times and we've found that anything more than three pictures actually decreases results. That's so. crazy because I read somewhere where you have to have a minimum of four. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think Tinder actually recommends six. And so the way I think about it is, is like this. So if you uh, are... You get introduced to a cute girl by a friend and your friend tells you, hey, this girl meets all your check boxes. She's blah, blah, and blah. Like you would love her and you meet her and you shake her hand and she smiles and you realize that there is an insane amount of plaque in between her teeth. Now, it doesn't matter how much connection you have. You, you, you're going to be like, well, yeah, this is all great. But like her dental hygiene is not where I want it. And so 
the way I like to to explain this for like Tinder photos is, yeah, you can portray yourself in a specific way, but the more photos you add after a certain point, you're just kind of like adding pictures for no reason. Or more opportunities for the girl to find you unattractive exactly, by, some, exactly. by some means. And that's, by the way, my advice always is to hop on a video chat eventually. But with things like Tinder, where it's built to feed people's addictions to social media, it's built for spending as much time swiping and being as ADD as possible. You have a shot to get someone's attention take that shot as wisely as possible. And then once you're on the video chat, you can display your personality, you can display other facets of who you are. But in the beginning, just pick your best three pictures. That's it. Just three, it's good enough. And again, we've tested this over and over and over with many, many different profiles. And we've found overall, to the best of our knowledge, anything over three photos just results in less opportunities. That's the first thing. The second is your bio. <laughs> we uh, we did an experiment where we created a, a couple female Tinder accounts with our friends and we told them to basically... These were all women that were in relationships. We just wanted a female perspective on Tinder from someone that didn't have like an ulterior motive. And so they created accounts and they boosted just to see what kind of matches they would get. And the thing that we noticed that was the most common was the profiles would either be a series of emojis or just a couple sentences or a quote. And there's this idea in marketing called banner blindness, where if you see the same ad over and over and over again, or the same style of ad, you eventually don't even see it. I'm sure you've been to a website website where there's like a banner ad on top, there's an ad on the left, but your brain just blocks it out because it's just it does not actually capture your attention because there's nothing unique about it. It's forgettable. This is the same with a, with a Tinder profile or any online dating app. If you do what most guys are doing on these apps, you will become one of the many ads that turn into banner blindness for, for women. And so adding a bio that is at least four to five sentences long is so much better already than what most guys are doing that that alone will make you stand out. Now. On top of that, you can treat it again like a, like a marketing landing page where your first sentence is a very pattern-interrupting sentence. It's like a hook. Like a headline. Exactly, yeah. And so the one that I currently have on my, on my Tinder profile is married a hot white girl, half brown baby on the way, just looking for some side action. And then the next sentence is just kidding, I'm single. It's just a stupid, really stupid joke. But... This is just so different than what most guys are doing on there because they just don't put anything, a couple emojis or a quote. And so anything beyond that is good. And then a little bit of personality on top of it is even better. Do you think it would be a good idea? Because you just gave me an idea here. of What if you were to sign up as a girl mm-hmm. and swipe through guys just to see what all the pro... And this could be... I'm going to now apply this to any app you're on. Mm-hmm. or any site you're on and just go through all the guys' profiles so you can see patterns of what they're doing so you can do something completely different. You could. I mean... Or, or is, that a, is that a waste of time? Do you feel like it's kind of I mean, like... Just ask, just ask a female friend. Like I, I, You could make one, but the process of, <laughs> of basically making a catfish account is just so much more complicated than just saying to one of your single female friends, hey, let me like right. your Tinder. 
Right, um, no, but true. I, I get I'm the I'm, I get the idea behind it. Yeah, like you, I'm just hoping they have a girlfriend see. to do that with. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. Yeah, you no, never but, know. But yeah, but that's just to see the the male competition. It's there's this huge misconception with online dating that there's a bunch of competition. Like I hear this all the time from guys. I'm I, I have a course on on online dating, and this is like the number one objection. It's like, what's the point? There's so much competition. There is no competition. What's very common on these dating apps is good-looking dudes that have questionably nothing to offer. That's in abundance on apps like Tinder. What's not in abundance is high-value men that have personality, that understand that you know what works is getting people to experience emotions. That is a rarity. And so there's not competition if you don't play the game that most people are playing on these apps. And it's the same as in anything in life and business. If you want to succeed and somehow reach you know, the top one percentile, uh, you have to play a different game. I like that. I like that. No, that makes sense. It's funny. It's such it's almost like common sense, but it's not. You know, it's like, oh, it's so easy to understand when you explain it like that, but no one's doing it, you know? And it just takes just a little dash of creativity to just make things a little bit different. And I feel like guys are lazy when it comes to this. You know, I can call guys out on this. I think they're just like, all right, let's put up a profile, let's find a couple pictures they think are the best, write a dating profile and just kind of start swiping. But it sounds like if you just put a little bit more effort in the right areas, you can increase your matches tenfold. Yeah. So when I, when a guy signs up for Tinder for the first time, he probably will spend 15 minutes setting up his entire profile. And just think about that. This is a, a thing that could potentially result in you meeting someone that you spend the rest of your life with. And the amount of time that you spend on it is 15 minutes. It just makes no sense to me because... People spend more than that on like a job resume, which might just last a year or two. But when it comes to online dating, it's just like there's a there's a almost some sort of resistance to putting an effort. But why not? Like it's it's an advantage that most people don't put an effort. And if you do, you instantly can shoot up to be in the top one percent of profiles to get swiped on. It's it's not hard to do. That's awesome. It just takes time. It's annoying to do, perhaps, but I, I view it as like an interesting challenge. But you could say it's annoying. It's not hard. It just takes time. Yep. To test and to... I mean, yeah, it, listen, it sounds like you're almost gamifying it, which makes it more fun, right? Exactly. It's the same way that I would treat an advertising campaign for my business. Just what, what's interesting to do here? What would be creative? What would stand out? Um, how can I capture someone's attention, test it? Oh, it doesn't work. Let me try something else. That's it. It's like a detective mindset. Cool. So, all right. I'm hearing, got to have a profile that's, or the bio that's a little bit different, right? So don't just do a stupid quote and some emojis, mm-hmm. but really put a little bit of work into it. A few sentences for sure. Uh, some sort of headline in there, or first sentence that kind of jolts them into thinking like, what? That gets them to read more. And only three photos. Is that exact? Or you're saying... Well, this is for Tinder. This is for Tinder. So there's certain apps like Hinge where they actually make you upload more than that. Right. For Tinder, three photos. Okay, cool. What other patterns have you seen on Tinder that Um, work pretty well? Yeah, so this is for all online dating apps. Just this idea that women 
are attracted to high value men. And this is something that's, man, I've gotten so much shit about this from people because they they interpret it as uh, you're going for gold diggers. And that is not what I'm saying at all. So let me let me just define what I'm saying. The way that I explain it to my students is if you come across as someone that is a quote-unquote rocket ship, which means... It, think about a rocket ship. It's It's this large metal object that is blasting off into space and nothing can stop it. Basically, it's on a massive upwards trajectory. There are people in your life that you meet that are very clearly rocket ships. Like you're like, oh my God, this person, I, I need to be friends with them. I need to know them because this person looks like they are going somewhere. It doesn't matter if they're there yet. What matters is, are they giving off that vibe of an, an extremely ambitious, mission-focused person? If you give off rocket ship vibes, you will attract very, very high-quality women because high-quality women are interested in men that are going places in life. There's a lot of psychology to that. A guy that is going places in life is a problem solver and someone that's a problem solver and knows how to take care of shit will most likely provide the maximum amount of security for her if she has a child. And so for the family, it's like there's a lot of positive signaling there. And so when it comes to your online dating profile, if you are clearly an ambitious, badass, mission-focused person, that will attract women more than your pictures, than anything else, if you can somehow convey that vibe. And there's a lot of different ways to do this, uh, which we can talk about. But that right there is the number one most important thing. The highest result getter is portraying that rocket ship vibe. I'm curious how you figured that one out. How did you come to that conclusion from your testing that you did? Yeah, yeah. So when I was single years ago before I met my my ex, my success with women was very hit and miss when it comes to meeting women that I I would genuinely date. And so I would be able to get a lot of dates and like go out and make connections, but meeting a specific type was always rare. And then I got into a relationship because I thought at the time I just got super lucky and I met a very high quality girl. But then after I became single again, after the breakup, I had a very different perspective in life. I was now, at the time, I was 28, almost 29. And I had started a company. I had a lot of experience in building businesses. And I just felt more confident in me being able to take care of myself. I had more trust in my future. And I experimented with putting that type of trust that I had in myself in my profiles as an idea. Because... I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the with the social psychology concept of hypergamy, which is essentially like, you know, dating someone of a higher social status than you are. And again, there's a lot of psychology that goes into like why this is a theory. But I wanted to experiment with it because I, I I'd heard about it. And so I started putting that in my dating profiles very subtly. And I noticed that it was commonly brought up with women that I spoke to. It's like, oh. Like, what is this? What is like, what is that business you started? Because they wanted to understand like what that was. 
And there's a way to do it <laughs> on your dating profile that is extremely douchey, which does not work, which is what most men will do. And there's a way to do it that's not douchey at all. And I just figured out slowly over time that if you could subtly portray rocket ship vibes without coming across as a douchebag, you have now entered a different tier of man on these apps. Cool. I would love to hear a few examples of how one can convey this in a profile. And by the way, is this... Are we still just on Tinder? Or do you think this can work? Because this sounds like it can work for other apps because I'm aware of these theories. And this just to me seems like it matches up with this is something you would do when you meet a woman on a cold approach or on a date. Is, oh man, it's so much easier. Kick off these vibes. <laughs> it's so much easier. On a date, sure. Uh, on a cold approach, it's very difficult because with a cold approach, you are inherently starting off at much lower value because if you are walking up to a woman that you do not know, you are essentially saying, I would like something from you. And there's ways to talk to her where you don't give off that vibe, sure. But it's just, it's just much harder. Whereas the online dating, you can do it with your, with your funnel. And so the way that I do it is on apps like Tinder, I will put in words like founder, right? Like under my, under my profile, it'll ask you, what's your career? Founder at whatever company. And then on my Instagram, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, but I'll give you the high level. On the Instagram, you want your story highlights and your pictures to give off this vibe of a rocket ship. And the way you do that is by putting very, very intentional descriptions under, underneath each one of your pictures. And so there's a picture on my Instagram where it's, it's New, Year's, New Year's Eve and I'm hanging out with a bunch of friends. And underneath it, I talk about my year. I talk about the amazing network that I have, the people that have supported me, the, um, the things I've accomplished, but like in a way that's not braggadocious. It's more like appreciative of what has happened. And almost vague, almost vague. Almost vague, yeah. But you're, you're very, very appreciative and you're not a victim. You're happy that you've experienced certain things. You're happy that you're learning certain things. And you're also happy about the future of what's going to happen. And you can paint this picture through little puzzle pieces on your Instagram. And that there is like a rocket ship vibe. And if you go to the average guy on Tinder and go to his Instagram, it's going to be him drinking a Bud Light with his buddies or you know, like uh, just doing something kind of fratty. This is so typical on Tinder. And we've we've seen it just this, this like fratty vibe, and that's like the eighty to ninety percent of of guys that would be considered quote unquote hot, just like frat boys. And so every now and then a profile comes across where the pictures are pretty good, bio's intriguing, and then you match with her. She goes to your Instagram, and you better believe when a girl goes to your Instagram from Tinder, she's going to look through everything to make sure you're not a fucking psycho. She'll look at it. And knowing that she will look through everything, you can, do, you can do it all intentionally. You can create the image that you want to create. And there's absolutely no benefit in being deceptive. But what you can do is treat your Instagram as just the next step of your dating profile instead of you know, a place to share food pictures with your friends. I don't, I don't care about Instagram in terms of sharing food pictures. If you do, that's great. Like You might have a different purpose for your Instagram. But what I'm using it for is just the next step in my dating funnel. 
And I want her to see this side of me. I want her to know that I'm ambitious, that I want to explore, that I'm led by curiosity, and that I'm a rocket ship. Like that's important to me. And so I convey that on my Instagram. Awesome. That is so cool. So you're saying definitely connect your Instagram to your profile. Well, what I do is after the match, I just uh, send it. Like instead of exchanging phone numbers, just exchange Instagrams through the chat. Oh, so you don't exchange phone numbers? It depends. It depends which country I'm in. If I'm in America, I will just do Instagram. But if I'm in Europe, I will do WhatsApp and then go from WhatsApp to Instagram. There's just it's like slight nuances, but it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, just get her to see your Instagram somehow before you go on the date. Got it. Okay. As more proof, as yep. more proof to, to who you are and, and proof of your high value, so to speak. Exactly. Because think about it from her perspective. She, like, an attractive girl, is getting thousands of guys liking her, literally thousands. And for her to filter, she's going to need some pretty extreme signals. On online dating apps, it's not, it's not a fair game. There's not an even playing field. And so for you to just use every advantage you have to meet high quality women, why wouldn't you? And I've, I've seen the excuse or the objection of like, well, why would you put so much thought into something like this in the first place? And again, this goes back to like, why would you put less thought into it when it could lead to you meeting the person that you spend the rest of your life with? Like, it's, it's ridiculous to me when people say that you should not put thought into it when they put thought into so many other aspects of their life. Yeah, I mean, or else what's the point? Like, why, why do anything? Why do anything if you're not going to put some effort into it? Because anything you do in life, if you're not putting the effort into it, it's nothing good is going to come of it. You might as well just not do it. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're okay with mediocre results. Exactly. And that can be with anything. So that for sure, I agree with you, it should be applied to, you know, if you're setting up a profile and, and doing online dating. And you would just assume, like you're saying, that's one of the most important aspects of anyone's life is, either a relationship or or just dating in some aspect, right? That's like a major pillar of one's life. So so yeah, put the effort into it if if you want the results. You don't have to, right? Yeah. It's up to you, but you won't see the kind of results that you think you could see. But it's actually a, a massive benefit when you think about it for guys. Like most guys say this. They don't they say, what's the point of putting in so much effort? Like why are you trying so hard? I love it when I hear that because what I think is this is just less guys that, that will succeed. This is just less guys that get it. And so the amount of people that do put in the effort is such a tiny, tiny percentage that this idea of competition is actually ridiculous when you look at it from that perspective. Like it just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, no. Yeah, that's funny too because people are saying now that you know, we're in quarantine and, and COVID's around and all that, mm -hmm that it's crazy because everyone's on the apps and the competition is even higher. But yep. what you're saying is that's not the case at all. No. You, no. you can easily stand out from the competition. Usage of these apps like Tinder has insanely spiked during this quarantine. And you know this quarantine is a negative for a lot of industries, but for online dating, it's been a massive, massive positive because people are bored at home and frankly, they're lonely. And so what they do is they reach out for connection through the internet. And one of the biggest ways is through apps like Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. And all of these apps have released uh, stats and data on how much they've grown during this quarantine. And so 
if you're single and you're interested in meeting someone that could potentially be your partner, the quarantine is the best opportunity that has ever existed that I've ever heard of for doing that because of the insane spike in usage. Women that I know that would never in a million years download Tinder are downloading Tinder. One of my, one of my close friends, she works at SpaceX. She's attractive. She works at SpaceX. She's a lead engineer. She never in a million years would download Tinder. Last week, she told me she, she downloaded it. I'm like, I, I just, I wonder how many stories there are like that, where because of the quarantine, specific types of people that you would never guess would download it are now on it. Right. They're just like, screw it. Why not? Exactly. Why not? And then, and then that rush of people on it is probably getting even more people on it just because people are getting on it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It's like they hear their friends are on it. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, yeah. I guess I'll try it, you know? mob mentality and then boom and it and it's ex- exponential at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's that snowball effect and so we have a a system called endless options and we teach guys how to leverage online dating to the best of their abilities and it was around before the quarantine and now that the quarantine has happened it's just I I'm watching thousands of our students just say, telling us the exact same thing which is I have never seen this kind of result from online dating. I've never seen like this many matches, this many conversations, this many opportunities because this quarantine has just resulted in this. That's amazing. That's amazing. How many people are, are students and signed up to it? Right now, we are close to 4,000 students. Wow. Um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these guys, like such a wide variety, like it's a very diverse audience. A lot of you know younger guys, but then also a lot of guys that have never used a dating app before, like divorcees that thought they missed the boat. And what I, my favorite type of client is the older guy because he does not realize how easy he has it. Because for these dating apps, like a lot of older guys think that they they miss the boat and Tinder or online dating is like a young man's game. And so they don't even end up signing up in the first place. And what I've seen is that women, I mean, I'm sure you know this, women are attracted to older men. And because there's such a rarity on online dating apps, when there is an older guy that comes across as social, cool, fun, also has rocket ship vibes, which, you know, if you're an older guy, the likelihood of you having rocket ship vibes are higher. It's just like you become the unicorn on the app. And I wish older guys knew this, that it's actually easier. It's easier it's than easier. Yeah. Than, than just meeting in person. Well, or... it's no, it's easier than than if you're young. Like uh oh, 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 yeah, like, got it. It's easier for an older guy to use an app like Tinder because his archetype of human is rare on that app. Right. And so his competition is rare. And there's a lot of women, younger women, that are interested in older men. And this has just been a thing forever. But like, if for some reason, there's this narrative in society that it's harder. But the data doesn't lie. Um, we have older guys and they actually do better than a lot of our younger guys. Amazing. When you say older, like what, what demo are you talking about? 30 plus. Um, okay. Like 30 all the way to 50. Like between that age range, especially as you get closer to 50, guys have more and more limiting beliefs about whether or not online dating will work for them. 
but they're my favorite people to work with because of the mind blow fa- factor of like, you thought this one thing was true. Well, let me like show you what's actually true. So cool. So yeah. cool. I love it. So it doesn't, it doesn't leave anyone out. Anyone has a shot here. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, Jesse does not work for Tinder. I know we're talking a lot about Tinder. <laughs> no, I do, I do not. <laughs> um, well, the, the, like, every dating app, I mean, my favorite dating app, honestly, is Instagram. Like, I don't, I, like, it's not even a, considered a dating app, but if you're talking about pure results and meeting the highest quality human you can possibly meet, Instagram on its own is the best. However, for most guys, it's a little bit harder for them to enter the online dating space through Instagram because you do need to create a profile that conveys rocket ship vibes. And that's easier to do on Tinder because of the limitations than it is on Instagram. And so I recommend most people start off on Tinder, create that rocket ship profile, and then migrate to Instagram and start working on that. But Instagram is the best. It's, it's the greatest dating app ever. You can send voice notes. It's crazy. Like you can, you can find attractive women that are into yoga or whatever thing you're into because of hashtags and just message them. There's no, there's no limitation. And you can send them a voice note so that, so that they can get a, a sneak peek into your personality. And if she genuinely connects with the vibe you're putting out in your voice note, she'll respond. And if not, then that means she wouldn't. It's just like such a great filter for meeting women. So you're saying create an amazing profile, give off the rocket ship vibes. Yep. And then you can DM as many women as your heart desires, leave a voice note. That sounds like the hook because it's like, wait a minute, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's intriguing. Like, what's he saying? Yep. And then they'll listen to it. And most likely, even if they don't like it, I'd imagine they'd still look at your profile. Yeah, so they'll look exactly. at no matter what. And then if it's going really well, and then they'll go to your profile and they're like, whoa, this guy's cool. Then she'll respond and then you can continue conversation and eventually ask her out. Yep, exactly. And this is just so different than what most guys do. And that's a very common theme with what I teach, which is do something that does not result in her feeling like she's in the same pattern she's been in always, right? And so if you think about an attractive girl on Instagram, what is she getting in her DMs? Just, hey, you're hot. Hey, you're cute. Like that type of thing over and over and over again. And so once you send her a voice note that's like, you know, 10 to 20 seconds long, that's kind of funny, that asks her a question at the end, like that is so different than anything she's ever gotten that you immediately stand out. And now even with all of that, let's say you do it all perfectly, your your response rate is going to be around 15 to 20% if you have a perfect funnel. That's what we've noticed, about 15 to 20%. And so you're never going to you know, crush it 100% of the time or get every single girl to respond. But that's not the point. The point is to filter for the type of person you would connect with in the first place. And once you do it really well and you have everything dialed in, that's about 15 to 20% of women responding to you. Nice. But do you think that... These women who are getting DM'd, you're going to end up in their spam message. They all look at it. Like <laughs> so they look is, at it. Oh, they do. Yeah, they always do. So the the great thing about a voice note is, in order to play it, she has to accept, you know, the message request. And so you can check to see if it was seen. It'll say like seen. Right. And so if you're sending a bunch of voice notes and they're not even getting seen, then you know where the 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 leak is in your funnel. Maybe she clicked your profile 
and saw that like you you look like a loser that lives in his mom's basement, she's not even going to play your voice note. And so you can kind of make like many conclusions or hypotheses on like why your voice notes are not even getting played in the first place. And you can make improvements to see if that fixes that problem. But if your profile is halfway decent, she'll click play. And if if you're getting a lot of scenes, like a lot of plays, but no responses, then you know your voice note is just not good enough. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Dude, great, great hacks here. Like these, these are awesome. And just by hearing them, it, it makes sense. Like I can, of course, these work, you know, well, I take your word for it, but I can just see it, you it's know, marketing. Like, of yeah. course, this stuff works. Right. Exactly. This is so cool. So if guys want to learn more from you and learn about how they can get a hold of this system, where should they go? So we have an entire course where we teach this idea of a funnel. And I, I give you step-by-step breakdowns of every single thing. And the, the amount I've covered right now is about 2% of what's in the course. But it's endlessoptions.com. And our, our goal with this was to make it as much of a plug-and-play system as possible, while at the same time teaching you why it works so that you can create your own version of it. And it's basically the, the best marketing psychology applied to your dating profile, all the way from creating your Tinder account to pushing them over to WhatsApp or Instagram to the exact word-for-word voice notes that we send that we've, we've tested so much to see uh, response rates, all the way to, which is, by the way, the most important part of this entire dating funnel, online dating funnel, is the phone call. Because it doesn't matter how good your profile is, how good your voice notes are, what really matters is how well you do the in-person interaction. And instead of like going on a date, which by the way, if you get a girl's phone number and you do everything correctly, the chances of her flaking or not showing up for the date are pretty high. Um, just because it's the internet, there's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of unknown with, you know, is this guy going to be weird? Is he going to be creepy? And so we found that doing a 20-minute phone call before the date results in almost a 0% flake rate if you do a good phone call. Now, that takes some practice. But we also teach you how to do this 20-minute this phone call. We call, it, we call it the golden phone call. Awesome. And, and once you do this and you display who you are and you follow the specific structure that we teach, you're, you're basically done. You're having the first date on the phone so you don't even waste time meeting up with someone that you don't click with in the first place. Yeah, we teach you how to do every single thing step-by-step, endlessoptions.com. Cool. Awesome. I will put that in the show notes for guys to check out. Jesse, great talking to you. Awesome to finally have you here on the podcast and thanks and chat with you about this. And uh, just glad you can make it. So yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.